Hello and welcome to Mike's Open Journal. I think this might be episode number 59 or 60. So if it's 60, woohoo! If it's 59, woohoo! <laughs> uh, a big welcome to you guys that are listening in. This is going to be a Talk MH uh, episode. So uh, I'm going to be talking along with the Twitter chat that's going on this evening. Uh, which is just about to start. Um, usually when I've done these before, I start a little bit after the chat, uh, but there's a few bits that I wanted to touch in with you guys um, as the chat starts. So the last episode of the podcast was a website exclusive. So if you're listening along on Acast or iTunes, please do go over to the website, mikesapenjournal.com. I think it's forward slash podcast episodes. And you'll be able to see all of the previous episodes and the last episode, which was a uh, my weekend in London. So it was a little bit about the UK Blog Awards, but also the Talk MH Meetup. That's, I think it's around a sort of a 20 minute um, episode. Um, so it's not too long, um, but it's definitely worth listening to. It gives you a real insight into um, my weekend. It's a bit of a me on the go. And uh, yeah, it was just, it was a hugely enjoyable weekend. The UK Blog Awards was absolutely amazing. Um, Really good to see uh, recognition from other bloggers, podcasters, YouTubers, um, and industry as well of the work that uh, bloggers are doing. Uh, It was really good for me. It's like the first kind of event where I've gone along and really felt that there is that sort of recognition for uh, for blogging. Uh, it was great to see the involvement of Odeon um, were there as well, uh, sponsoring the event, and they had like a mini cinema screen set up and stuff like that. Um, so that was really, really cool. Uh, apart from going along as me uh, for Mike's Open Journal, I also had the honour of going along to represent Kate and MH Stories. Um, for those of you that have been long-time listeners, um, you'll know that Kate was the, the first ever guest on Mike's Open Journal. Um, so massive congratulations to Kay, who is highly commended. <laughs> I always say recommended. Highly commended um, for her work with uh, MH Stories. Uh, so kind of they got uh, like a first runner-up uh, award. So massive congratulations to her. And those of you that follow Kay on social media would have seen some of the pictures going out today uh, where she finally got her award um, as I sent it in the post last weekend. Um, so again, just a massive congratulations to her. And obviously, like I said, the, the Talk MH meetup was absolutely amazing, really cool. Um, meeting a couple of guys for the second time, uh, but a lot of people for the first. And it was just absolutely amazing to, to see everyone, to give them a big hug, um, to just have a little bit of a chat with them. Um, I mean... We've got people traveling so far, um, like Mark came from the Netherlands, so absolutely amazing to finally meet Mark. Um, we've chatted for a long time, um, obviously through some of the Twitter chats, um, like TalkMH, uh, but we also uh, work together with the Daily Focal project, so you can find loads about Daily Focal at dailyfocal.com. Uh, so it was really cool to actually finally meet Mark. Um, and get to just like chat with him and hang out, um, which was really cool. Uh, I really enjoyed spending the evening after the Talk MH meetup with Mark and with Sean. 
Um, and Sean was the first person I ever met at a meetup. Um, so it's really cool just to spend some time with those guys. Um, that was really awesome. And again, just to uh, just to meet Hannah um, and see like this group of amazing people come together. Um, thanks to the work that she's done with Talk MH, um, putting that together, kind of having a consistent run of guest hosts and topics. Um, having that good, I guess, atmosphere, environment where people feel safe um, and happy to talk about um, some very personal topic, experience, issues, struggles, achievements, I guess. Um, and yeah, just on the day um, for her to have put together what was a really nice, really simple day. Um, but I know there will have been a lot of effort and a lot of struggle and a lot of stress and a lot of worry that will have gone into that day. So a massive thank you to Hannah for putting that on and for hosting us in Hyde Park. And we were so lucky with the weather. Um, I actually came back with like a, I feel like a mini bit of, um, I don't know, what's the thing like before sunburn? Is it like sunstroke? I don't know. Or no, they're two completely different things, aren't they? Anyway, I came back with like a little bit of redness on my forehead, which was lovely. Um, but yeah, it was just absolutely amazing. Awesome to meet everyone. And I know there's possibly a, a few other um, events or meetups going on this year as well. Uh, there, it looks like there's going to be a second uh, MH meet up in Manchester in July, I think. Um, which will be cool. I'm also looking at putting something together. When am I looking to put something together? I think I'm looking at something in August for uh, the MHB South Coast, so mental health bloggers. Uh, so I know I've had a few replies from people that are interested in that. If you're interested, just send me a DM, let me know, um, and I can send you over some information about that. Generally, we're just looking at Portsmouth for now, um, around August time. And... Uh, yeah, I'm sure there's other bits and pieces going on, but that's what I can think of it for the kind of the upcoming months. So this evening's uh, talk, MH, is I was having a quick look at it. So it's going to be hosted by Nancy Barnes, uh, and you can find her at Nancy BC Barnes. What is our topic, Nancy? I'm just trying to scroll through. Oh, I want to say it was like. I'm not sure. I think it's like, is it medication or meditation? I feel like I've seen something like that somewhere. Uh, wow, I'll start scrolling through and we'll see it come up eventually. It's medication or meditation. I remember seeing the word that looks like that. So I've got a few tweets starting to come through uh, where guys are just kind of gradually arriving and so those of you that have listened in to these podcasts before now I kind of read through some of the tweets uh have a chat about some of the thoughts that I have um because I am talking to you guys on the podcast it does mean I can't participate really in the chat um so what I do try to do is I try to like all of the posts um that I make reference to in the podcast as well so it gives some engagement for those guys um it's also a little bit of a pointer so if you are listening along to the podcast it kind of makes sense um, or you're aware of it in the future if you get some likes from me but no replies uh, 
so yeah, I think um, this time I really didn't give much warning that I was going to do a podcast. I literally told people about 10 minutes ago. Um, so no one else has said that they're going to come on for this podcast at the moment. Um, so it's just going to be me talking through um, with you guys. So again, if you are interested in coming onto the podcast, uh, do let me know. More than happy to have guys on. Like it just it adds a lot to the podcast. The more guests that come on, I think, and it's always nice to just have a chat with someone as well. So if you're interested in coming onto the podcast in the future, um, I've had discussions with episodes where um, someone comes on and tells me a lot, little bit or a lot about their their kind of story, their journey, um, and how mental health has affected them. Um, but we also have discussion points where we look at certain things. We had a, a like a Pokemon Go episode where I chatted with Rich and Kay for probably a lot longer than you guys were willing to listen. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there are, if you've got a topic that you're interested in, the most recent one um, I had with Nafisha and we spoke through 13 Reasons Why. Um, so that was a really cool episode as well. And again, if you haven't heard that episode, do go back and check that one out. Um, so yeah, I've got loads of people just checking in. Um, okay, so Nancy's saying, first question is coming soon, but I'm a little bit behind. So I'm just going to update that slightly. So I think, yeah, we've got the first question coming up. And at the moment, everyone's kind of checking in. And again, it's really nice to see so many people coming back week on week to uh, interact with the group and really participate and make it um, a cool, inclusive group. I know I've kind of started writing a blog about this, but I'm, when I say I've started writing it, I mean I've done the title and the first three lines. Um, but there's been a few things um, online recently about how people don't really engage with twi- Twitter. Oh dear, with Twitter chats um, and feel they can, they kind of feel excluded by them, maybe because there's so much conversation going on. Um, and while I can understand where that view comes from, my experience is the complete opposite. Um, I hugely love the chats. Um, there are some that I'm aware of but don't kind of interact with um, because they can be quite involved. But that's why I kind of have, I'd say I have two um, that I try to be on like for the full hour um, every single week for those two chats. Um, and there's a couple of others that I do my best to kind of be around, interact with some of the questions and take part. Um, but I try not to tie myself to those too much, just because otherwise I really would do nothing other than sit on my phone, um, which is kind of what I do most of the time. Um, but I do need to sometimes just go out and socialise or um, like just do some stuff around the house. Uh, so yeah, Twitter chats, not all the time. Um, I, they are involved. Um, if you're fully taking part in them, the tweets and the comments can go a little bit manic um, if you're really involved in a conversation. Um, so it's working out what works for you. But uh, Talk MH has been a great one for me, uh, along with uh, MH Chat Hour, which is on Mondays. Um, so those two are the ones that I really engage with quite a lot. Um, so yeah, it's really cool to see everyone checking in. And Nancy sent us through the first question. Um, Oh, okay. Is it coming through? Is it coming through? Is it coming through? Okay, I'm there, finally. Sorry about that. Okay, um, so the topic is medication, and the first question is about medication myths. Uh, so we've got um, Andy, here comes the first like, bone. 
Um, so Andy Lloyd saying um, his first kind of fear or myth, I guess, um, is that they completely dope him up um, and thus he won't be his kind of same jokey self um, and might make him feel really tired as well. And I think that was one of the things I really worried about um, before I started taking medication with the the idea of just kind of losing your like your own personality, um, becoming very, oh, I guess, yeah, like just kind of zoned out um, that idea that we have of that kind of movie person that's in some sort of medical facility um, where they're just kind of out of it. I kind of thought, not a thought, but I guess I worried that that was maybe something that could happen, that kind of over-reliance on medication and that kind of just loss of self. I guess. Um, and then Liam coming in with, uh, he thought he wasn't bad enough for medication. Um, and again, being really worried about being um, like a zombie. Um, I think that fits into that fear, I guess. I don't know, does that come across as like our lack of knowledge of medication or different types of medication? Um, and again, although not necessarily the point of this conversation, I don't think. Um, but the idea that actually mental health really does need to be talked about a lot more and then as part of that the different types of medication that are available um, the side effects that they may have um, but also talking to people that have previously uh, had experience of maybe taking different types of medication um, would be really cool and would definitely help kind of oh, I don't know if that's stigma or like a, just a lack of awareness of what um, medication is available and what it does. Um, Liam did, yeah, I did like you. Um, Nancy says, I don't feel like I'm sick enough, um, which can be a side effect of the mental health stigma as well. Um, so again, I'm not 100% sure how Nancy means that, but I think there's a couple of different ways that can come across. Um, so it can be that we feel like, oh, I'm not as bad as somebody else, um, or I'm not bad enough to acquire that. Um, and it can be a real kind of downplaying of what's going on with us. We don't want to take it seriously. Um, I definitely think from the male side as well, um, that kind of like, oh, toughen up, man up, like kind of attempt to try and just get over it or just ignore it. Um, but I think it's also a British thing where you're always taught to, of have that stiff upper lip to just battle on um we also downplay any of our achievements which which can mean that we don't sort of look back and say oh i did really well like I, despite worrying or struggling with that i did that it's just like oh i did that but everyone else would have done it without a problem so i think there is that kind of attitudinal change as well um that can play in i don't think that's necessarily what nancy was talking about but kind of sparked that in my mind uh and oh man why do you guys have to have names i can't pronounce ofi a-o-i-f-e and then you're at all about ofi please please uh, i don't i've liked your tweet please don't be ofi please don't tell me how wrong i've spelled okay anyway um, she said, um, I believe that taking medication for mental health was different than taking them for physical health problems, uh, and that is a quick fix. Uh, yeah, I, I really don't know. I mean, 
I guess it's the same as taking them for physical health. Uh, again, I, I guess for me it kind of falls into that idea that um, I kind of see physical health as this thing where there's that idea that if you break a bone or sprain an ankle, like the idea is to get better and there is a, a clear better uh, idea um, or target to have. Whereas I think sometimes mental health, I don't know about you guys, but like I massively struggle with the idea of better, um, with the idea that, oh, I have this thing that's wrong with me and I need to do something to get past it. Uh, I think I've found my mind has definitely improved with regards to my recovery um, since I've just forgotten about the idea of getting better and just accepted this is what's going on with me now. Um, it's going to be with me for an indefinite amount of time uh, and it's just about being able to better understand that uh, and better cope with some of those challenges. Uh, again, not massively in relation to the tweet, but there you go. It's my podcast and I'll talk about stuff how I like. Uh, hi Sally, joining in for the first time. Uh, and again, kind of referencing that kind of zombie-like feeling. Uh, Dancy saying she hopes everyone's learning stuff from different people's experiences, which is cool. Uh... Darcy saying her views mostly came from family and friends, but definitely thinks TV shows and the media contributed to uh, her idea of medication. And Chloe, you cheeky monkey, uh, is just posting a link to her blog, I think. Um, that's very cheeky, Chloe. And for some unknown reason, I've also liked that tweet. Uh, B saying, I used to think that meds would switch me off completely and I'd just be spaced out and that they had to be permanent. And I think, again, that idea that sometimes we put in our heads like this, oh, I've got to take medication for a certain amount of time to get, in brackets, better, or I'm going to be taking them forever. And I don't know, I guess it's, for me, those are the two views that I really struggled with, I kind of chatted about a minute ago, and that idea of doing something forever could be so hard, like, right now I'm not drinking, um, and the thought of, like, never drinking again is, like, quite upsetting to me. <laughs> I'm like, I really miss cider and shots, like, quite a lot. Um, and the idea of never drinking again is really hard and really quite challenging for me. However... If I think about it in smaller doses, like I kind of break stuff up into time. So uh, for me, like a big thing was um, initially just I needed to stop drinking. So I stopped uh, and then doing a year, did a year. Um, and I am about to, I think I'm like six weeks away from doing a year and a half, um, which is my next target. And then I'm just, I'm just waiting to see how I feel. Like maybe I'll have a drink then, maybe I won't. Um, it's in my mind that if I don't, then I'll probably look to do two years, um, just because I get really weird with like how long I'm going to do stuff for. It ends up having to be a target. Um, so I don't know. Like I said, I don't like the idea of that being forever. Um, so you break it down. And I think with medication, that can be the idea that if you go in thinking it's got to be forever, 
I can completely understand why that would put people off having medication. Um, it was one of the things that put me off because I didn't like the idea of not necessarily being on something forever, but I didn't like the idea of being reliant um, on taking a tablet every day. Um, so that was definitely something that put me off um, both before I took the medication and once I've been to the GP as well. It still was something I kind of thought about and worried about. Uh, Donna saying again, oh, I've, I didn't think there would be so much kind of specific zombie wording. But yeah, I'm worried again that they would zombify, which is definitely a better word than whatever I just said. But they would zombify you. Um, there is this perception that it can make you numb, but you still feel everything. So I guess the idea of kind of blocking out some things, but then still being affected by those negative things in your life, which is not great. Uh, Chloe coming in with wiring it to turn her into a lifeless zombie, although it's been quite the opposite for her. Um, Ross saying he always learns quite a lot in these chats, which is awesome to hear. Uh, Nancy saying people just jump in, join in. Someone has turned up late. I think that's Mel. Um, Mel says she was surprised to learn that antidepressants can be used to treat so much. So I guess, again, feeding into that idea that we just don't know a lot about the medication that's used for, for mental health um, prior to needing it. Um, and then once you start taking it, or I guess get offered it, uh, it's still something that we really have very limited knowledge of. Um, or exposure to, because again, that conversation around mental health just doesn't happen. Uh, Miss Anxiety saying, I don't know much about medication due to my own family being very close-minded, uh, but I'm hoping to learn the truth tonight, which is cool. Uh, Meg saying, I used to think I'd be some kind of emotionless, numb zombie. Uh, four years on them now, and I know that's not true. Again, that's really cool to hear from people that have actually had experience of taking medication uh, and how accurate some of those thoughts or myths are um, because I'm sure uh, there will be some people that have had a real numbness to emotion uh, and maybe are zoned out some of the time but again it's trying to get through the idea that maybe that happens to a very small percentage of people uh, and actually what I guess the expectations can be um, around taking different types of medication and the fact that there is no kind of one type. Uh, so if a medication doesn't necessarily work for you, if you do feel like it's really numbing you out, uh, then you can swap over and try a different type of medication that may be better for you. Uh, here we go. A couple of people joining in late. Uh, Mel also making reference to a numb zombie. I wonder if some of you are reading the tweets and then tweeting and being influenced by other tweets because I cannot believe so many people have said the word zombie. This is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Rob saying, I used to think medication would just uh, numb me and turn me into some kind of zombie. Uh, again, the zombies. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Nancy's saying that it can be hard, especially with family. My family don't understand a lot about mental health and it can be quite lonely. Uh, Ocean coming in. 
Hailshon. Uh, another thing I believed is that they would fix everything, um, but they just help. And again, I guess that's um, one of the issues where we don't necessarily talk about something beforehand. Is there that perception that, oh, you're just going to take these tablets and it's going to sort you right out um, when actually the likelihood is that it's going to help you, um, but there's a lot of other things that need to go on around that. You need to be talking about mental health. You need to be interacting with some of the services that are available. Um, the, the medication will definitely help, um, but it is by no means the only answer. Uh, and it's definitely not, I don't feel going to be as effective if that's all you're doing or all you're taking. It's definitely not going to be, uh, it's not going to resolve anything for you. Uh, but it will help in some situations. Uh, Donna coming in saying they're not a quick fix. Uh, it is a long-term process. Uh, I think that's one of the things that you don't always necessarily know until you start to look at medication around mental health. Um, that a lot of the time you have to take uh, the tablets for, I think it's two to three weeks before they actually get into your system. Um, so if, like myself, um, you are prescribed antidepressants and you delay putting them off, once you start taking them, you still have to keep taking them for two or three weeks before it'll do anything at all. Um, so I did have side effects kind of straight away. I think by the second day, I had side effects. Um, but yeah, I didn't feel any real benefit until I think it was, uh, I think it was somewhere between 10 to 14 days. No, maybe it was a little bit longer than that. I can't remember. I think it was around two weeks. Uh, so yeah, so if you're getting really bad um, and you're thinking it might be an option, definitely make sure you are booked into going to see your GP um, as that can make a real difference. And again, if you are going to be taking medication, it will take a little bit of time to enter into your system as well. Uh, a couple of people saying they're worried about becoming addicted to medication. Well, I'm really surprised it's taken this long for something like that to come up. Um, but yeah, there's a few people that are really worried about uh, becoming addicted to medication. And again, I guess that comes from the understanding of the different types of medication that are available and what's going on there. Um, I don't think, <laughs> Nancy says this is a bit of a joke, but yeah, if she was addicted, she wouldn't forget them. Like, do you know what? Sometimes it happens. Like, I probably forget... Um, I would say one or two days every month um, and it's just fortunately I remember like after I've just gone out the door so I can come back and take it before I go to work or when it's happened on the weekend I'll take them at lunchtime rather than first thing in the morning uh, so I have been quite fortunate with the days that I've forgotten mine um, so I definitely wouldn't say it's not like you're craving those tablets um, yeah, nothing like that for me. I mean, maybe it happens to some people, I'm not sure, but for me, <laughs> I definitely don't feel addicted to them in any way like that. Um, I do feel like one of my concerns was that I would become reliant on them. Um, and because I take them, and I've taken them now for, uh, what were we now? Probably something like 15 months. Uh, and I do still struggle, not as much as I was before, not um, that much at all. Um, but because I, I, I am still, and I do still struggle, I do worry about what I would be like if I didn't have the medication. Uh, so that does come into my mind. 
Um, but I also recognise that the medication is, is kind of one thing alongside uh, the therapy that I go along to, um, the workshops I've previously attended and therapy sessions I've previously attended um, and changes that I've made to my life as well. So trying to reach out and talk about mental health uh, a lot more, uh, also developing I guess kind of like a set of hobbies so I will keep up with my physical activities of walking at lunch times running once on the weekend um, but also things like the blogging so writing taking photographs um, I really enjoy so it's trying to do those things a little bit more as well so it's making sure that your recovery process or your kind of self-care and self-well-being isn't just about medication it includes other things as well and kind of recognizing um, the importance of those uh mel saying she still thinks it's strange that they help with things like phobias and ocd um so that's cool um with anxiety saying i definitely relate to being lonely with family sometimes having a stiff upper lip just isn't possible um and i guess starting to feed into something i've probably haven't read some of the other bits that have gone on there. I think, again, maybe the communication with family can be a real struggle. Uh, so my family know that I take medication. Uh, they don't really ask loads of questions about it. Um, I don't know, I guess it's a difficult one with, with family. It's not something that I will openly really discuss with them. Like, I will with you guys. Um, but I really struggle with people that have known me or for a long time or who have known me before like my struggle with mental health um so i generally don't sort of talk to them as much about kind of the struggles and what goes on so i don't talk about um like going along to therapy i don't really talk about the medication um i don't talk about like the blogging and the podcasting as much to to those people um like i'll mention it um so they know it's going on but i just don't really go into any huge detail i don't talk a lot about it they generally don't ask questions, and so it's kind of left there, um, which isn't great, but it is what it is. At least it's not a secret, um, and I'm kind of happy with that as it is, I guess, at the moment. Um, but I can definitely understand how uh, people do struggle with those kind of family involvements and situations and relationships and things like that. Rob saying he's exactly the same. He never thought he'd be prescribed antidepressants for anxiety. Uh, V-Star saying, I've never been on meds. The thing that scares me is the nausea or worse could be withdrawal symptoms. Um, I definitely am a little bit worried about withdrawal symptoms. It's something that a couple of people have mentioned to me previously. Uh, but because I've never really been at a stage where I'm looking to withdraw from medication... Uh, it's not something that's massively come up. With regards to nausea, um, that means like being sick, right? I don't really know. My English isn't great. I think it means being sick. It's mean like, ooh, nausea. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I felt really sick, like physically sick the first couple of weeks I took medication. Uh, and my dosage was also increased from 20 to 40. So when my dosage went up, I felt really sick for about a week again then as well. Um, so I think it was kind of that initial side effect, like once my body had settled or become accustomed uh, to the medication, it hasn't seemed, it or doesn't seem to have 
um, kind of had an impact on a day-to-day -day basis, which is cool. Uh, yeah. Wow, this first question has lasted like half an hour. A uh, few people again kind of relating to um, the zombifying. Uh, have we got poppies and violets? I actually ended up telling people I was on anti-anxiety meds because I didn't want people to think I was depressed. Oh, so I guess like the terminology as well around antidepressants and anti-anxiety. Um, I get, I mean, I don't know how they sit, like whether, so I guess if you're having like antidepressants, does that kind of mean that anxiety sits within depression? I don't know, that's a bit of a weird one. Never really thought of it like that. Um, I have heard people actually refer to medication as anti-anxiety before, so I don't know if anti-anxiety medication is a thing, or if that is antidepressants and they're just described um, as anti-anxiety, I'm not too sure, but I've definitely heard of that before. Um, and I know, I feel like I know people that have taken that or are taking that. Um, so maybe that just helps again with the communication for not necessarily for the person that's taking it, but maybe if you're talking to other people, so friends or family or whoever, uh, maybe that helps with that conversation as well so they have a little bit more idea as to what's going on with you. Um, did I like that tweet? That was cool. Yeah, I did. Um, Ross saying sometimes they don't understand everything that's going on, and I think, again, I think that's a follow-up from the family conversation. Uh, wellness and wonder. She was worried. Is it she? Yeah, looking at the picture. Um, I was worried I would stop feeling altogether. Uh, people tell you you'll become a zombie. Again with the zombie. Um, I am sure that some of you definitely are reading other tweets and then tweeting. I, I feel convinced that there would be a greater variety in the words. And is diction? Is that like, is diction words or is that speech? Anyway, I reckon there'd be different words being used in it. Right, yep. Uh... So Jem saying, I've been given a different antidepressant because apparently it's better for anxiety, even though she suffers with depression too. Um, so again, I, again, like some people aren't like this, but I really like this. Like this is a load of people who are not medical professionals, who are not advocating people take medication or a certain type of medication. We're just having like an open conversation about mental health. Um, about an illness that affects millions of people um, and about the potential support um, that's available. And we're talking about medication. Uh, we're talking about medication that we're all prepared to say we have taken or are taking. Um, and I think that's one of the things that people, as long as you're clear about it, as long as you're not saying you're an expert or anything like that or advocating people do a certain thing, I think it's great to see people talk about their own experience and you don't have to be an expert. You don't have to know, oh, you should be taking drug D152. Um, it's like, this is what I've taken. This is how it affected me. Um, maybe it's worth asking your GP about this, or this has been my experience. Um, I didn't really like that, but this is what it did, or this is what it's meant to help with. Um, so I really like the fact that we've got people talking about there's different types of medication that's available. Some are better maybe for a depression or anxiety, or some might just react better to your body. Um, so again, just encouraging that conversation and hopefully giving a little bit of information and knowledge as well. Uh, so yeah, I did. Um, 
Excuse me. I just had dinner before the podcast, so um, what did I have today? I had uh, chips, gammon and egg. It was really, really nice. Unfortunately, one of my eggs broke um, in the pan, which was not cool. Um, and I've also realised I ran out of ketchup, so I was a bit disappointed my dinner wasn't a bit more saucy. <laughs> um, but it has meant I didn't have any time to run around and do some of those house chores. Also, really importantly, guys, I don't think this is going to go up in time, but I hope you've been out and voted today. Um, most places, most places, I don't know if it's just over half the country, uh, has local elections today, so please... Oh, it's going to be too late. Hopefully, you've been out and voted um, for whichever, whichever, for whichever, oh my God, for whichever uh, politician, uh, M- an AMP, politician, MP, uh, party um, that you wanted to vote for. Just hopefully you got out and voted today. Um, and again, a reminder that I think it's the 22nd of this month is the deadline to be registered for the national uh, election, which is coming up uh, next month. So make sure you're registered. Um, I know it falls at a funny time as well if you are studying. So make sure you're registered at an address, whether it's your uni address or your home address. You need to be registered somewhere um, so that you can register to vote. Uh, Okay, Ocean coming back in. I usually just say mental health meds. Um, don't really have a full diagnosis yet, so it could be hard to explain. Um, Christina says hi from Cyprus. What? Um, hi. Um, and she suffers with depression and anxiety. Uh, here we go. Again, a lot of zombie talk, and I feel like we're still on question. Nancy, what is going on? Are we on question one at ten past nine? Oh, I am quite a long way behind. I'm 16 minutes behind. Okay, I'll take it back. I'll start scrolling a little bit faster. It's me, I'm talking too much. Um, The idea that I had is that I started this at about the same time that the chat started, um, and I want to finish at the same time, which means then that this podcast will be, because I really struggle with the timing, like it's got bars and stuff on the app that I'm recording this on, so I don't actually know how long in normal time it is. I just know, like right now, it's 1,167 bars. I don't know what that is in time. Does anyone know how to change GarageBand from, like, bars into time? Like, that would be really handy for me. Um, but, yeah, so I'm trying to sync it up with the chat time, so I know that I finish on an hour. Uh, so, yeah, that's the plan. Ocean saying her old therapist was very antidepressant, was very anti-medication, um, saying that she wasn't necessarily ill um, and that medication was a type of poison um, and it would change her as well. Well, that therapist sounds like a wanker. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are the worries that we have in our head, so we really don't want to hear that from someone that is a supposed professional. Uh, Nancy's saying, I've not had many side effects. Uh, when she changed her meds, it did shock her system a little bit. She got quite depressed, but everyone is different. And again, yeah, for me, um, it definitely resulted in uh, kind of that sickness, which I'm thinking is nausea. 
Um, that could be like the little test. See how many people actually listen to this episode like properly. Like, tell me if nausea is being sick or not. Um, I don't usually get people reply to specific questions in the podcasts. I think because they're too long. Um, if they were like a little 10 minute clip, maybe people would bother to reply to my errors and stuff. Maybe there are no errors. Maybe that's all it is. Uh, Christina saying, I guess this is, a, a, she's quoting this. So I'm not sure who said it. Um, but why do you need pills? Are you crazy? Um, feels weird to, to like that one. But um, yeah, maybe I'll put a tweet out later to say what I'd like to all these tweets. Um, Again, a couple of people saying they're worried about the withdrawal side effects, which we've mentioned as well. Um, Ross saying he was worried about medication having a lot of side effects. Uh, and he's saying he's on medication for OCD and anxiety, and it's definitely helped him, which is awesome to hear. Uh, Rob saying, I understand why you do that, because it's confusing. I have depression as a byproduct of anxiety, so I don't mind either way. I think that's again in reference to the antidepressants, anti-anxiety medication tagline. Uh, Ocean saying she's also been told that there are lots of severe side effects, which uh, which was true as first meds left her practically immobile for four days. Uh, and again, I think just the importance of recognising that everyone has their own reaction and side effects to medication. And again, just because it's the first type of medication you are taking doesn't necessarily mean it's the best. If it's the second or third, again, it doesn't necessarily mean it's the best for you. So it's, uh, again, having that chat with your GP. Someone once told me that mental health medication can make you infertile. Needless to say... I know that's not true. Thank God you know that's not true. Otherwise, we could have some serious baby talk conversations going on this anxiety. Uh, Donna saying she's been told numerous times she doesn't need them and she should just stop taking them. Well, um, if you're going to stop taking medication or you're thinking about it, you should definitely talk to your GP. Um, don't just stop taking medication. Like You are taking it for a reason. Like It's helpful for you and your health. Um... If you think that you want to come off medication as well, it's always good to drop down dosage rather than just come straight off it. Um, so again, definitely make sure that you have a chat with your GP. I'm going to start trying to skim through these a little bit more just because I've realised I'm now about 20 minutes behind um, the chat and I'm aiming to finish at the same time. So I do need to not waffle quite as much. Um, which is pretty amazing. I mean, I don't know how nice this is to listen to, uh, but I do struggle a little bit when it's just me talking, especially for these. This is why I'm so far behind. This is why I'm so far behind, especially for these uh, these podcasts, which are like the Talk MH ones, um, where it's me kind of reading through some of the conversations that are going on online and not necessarily to like a guest or someone like that that's on here is I can kind of lose track a little bit. I'm never sure how much we've kind of spoken about before. Um, I am kind of being just like an audio to the online conversation that's happening. Uh, so for me, it's really cool because I get to interact with the chat in a different way. A uh, bit of a downer because I don't really, I'm not able to like tweet reply to anything. Um, like I'm, I'm liking all of the 
tweets that I'm referencing here, um, but I'm not able to reply to any because I'm talking to you guys. Um, I mean, realistically, one way which I'm literally just now thinking of, um, although it wouldn't be as fun because it wouldn't be live, uh, is that I could participate in the chat and then do a quick podcast afterwards, uh, which is a possibility. I could maybe do a quick sort of 10 to 15 minute roundup after the chat. Um, so I actually feel like that would be quite a cool one to do. I'd struggle a little bit because of the timing, like that would be quite late. Um, I do like going to bed as early as possible. Um, but that might be an interesting one for the future, so I might give that a go uh, maybe next week um, or the week after to have maybe like a short episode where I look at the uh, TalkMH Twitter chat and just do a little bit of a recap at the end of the uh, conversation rather than running through like all of the tweets um, in this sort of way. Um, but I do quite like these as well. Like It's a cool way to read through and if some of you... Um, as I know some people do um, struggle to engage with the Twitter chat just because it's quite uh, involved with reading um, all of the tweets or if you get involved with the notifications and things like that as well and that's why some people kind of avoid it Uh, so I do like doing these slightly longer episodes as well and talking through Uh, okay so here we've got um, so Darcy um, had bad side effects Oh man, now I'm going to have to read words I don't know. Fluorexetine. Oh man, come on. Um, F L U O X E T I N E. Fluorexetine. Have I got that right? Um, uh, she had bad side effects the second time she started and uh, stopped the medication, but it's not too common. Um, so again, I think, like we said, just trying to work out what's good for you, having a good chat with your GP. Um, question three. So I completely missed question two. No ideas. No ideas. I did miss question two. Question three. What medication myth do you think is most dangerous to those suffering from mental illness? Uh, I've forgotten the question already. <laughs> <laughs> what myth is the most dangerous to those suffering? Uh, but you need to be seriously ill to get help. Um, no matter how severe mental health is, you can get treatment and it does help. That's from Ocean. So again, I think feeding into that idea that you're not ill enough, which, Elofi, <laughs> oh my God, I'm so sorry, um, also mentions... Uh, Melissa saying taking medication means you're weak, you'll become independent on them. Um, Nancy saying what even is the last resort? Uh, Andy saying that you become dependent on them for life, hence putting people off taking them in the first place. Uh, Mark, hi Mark, um, saying that there needs to be more information because there are people out there suffering. Um, who really could need could need who really need or could benefit from taking medication um, but they're just being told or think they should just toughen up uh, Rob saying that it won't help or it'll make things worse prevents people getting support they need um, in the form of medication uh, Darcy said medication isn't for everyone and people should remember that it works for some and it doesn't for others no shame either way and again I think 
um, without going over it again, kind of feeds back to a couple of things I've said earlier um, about making sure you kind of have those conversations, um, find out what's best for you. Maybe sometimes you have to trial stuff and just see if it works. Uh, Mel saying she thinks it's important to remember that medication can have serious side effects uh, and it can be a case of trial and error. Definitely true, just because you do take that first piece of medication. Um, don't think like, oh, if this doesn't work, that's it. Like there's other type of medication. Um, different types will work for different illnesses, but also um, some will interact with your body in different ways as well. Um, Mel also saying, um, it's not going to change your life overnight. Um, you do have to give it a go, um, but it also needs to go alongside things like counselling as well, um, which is very, very true. Uh, Ocean said it's best in conjunction with therapy and self-care um, to get the full benefit of the medication. Uh, Nancy said the whole it's not natural shit angers me. There's a reason we have modern medicine. Definitely agree with that. Uh, Chloe said medication is something. Uh, oh, I guess saying like the part is yeah. Medication is something to be ashamed of. You wouldn't say that to a diabetic needing insulin, would you? Um, which is very, very true. Cool, we're getting there. I've almost caught up, kind of. Final question, question four. Um, yeah, in all honesty, there were less replies. I didn't like super skip through question three, like there just were less replies. Um, question four, how can we uh, stop stigma and myths surrounding medication? Um me and my MH matters, education, working to remove the stigma around mental health. Uh, B, talk about it, educate people, show and tell them uh, what works for you, keep focused on the positives of medication. Ocean, education, talk openly. I'm going a little bit faster because this is stuff that we have already talked about because I love to talk. Well, I don't really love to talk. Like I feel like I'm naturally a shy person. Um, this is like nice and not nice and easy, but it's easier, like, you guys aren't actually here, so I don't have to think about, like, the two or three of you that are going to listen to this episode. Um, <laughs> um, I've forgotten what I was talking about now. What was I talking about? I have no idea. Talking. Talking about this bit earlier. Oh, yes. So, yeah, just because I've talked in a bit more detail earlier on, I'm not going to kind of rehash some of that stuff in detail now. Um, so we will go through it a little bit quicker. Uh, Rob said, yeah, just sharing those experiences, talking about um, what we've struggled with, what's worked for us. Um, Mark, again, echoing those with um, conversation, education, talking about it, encouraging people to reduce the stigma. Um, oh, interesting one. So we've got Peter um, saying so he thinks it's tough when there's so much, which I think is so much stigma. Um, even in the mental health community is an interesting one. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess... The, I don't know. Let's have a... Um, so Nancy replies to that one. Yeah, it can be shit when it's coming from all sides. It seems hard. Stay strong, my friend. Um, so, yeah, I mean, not everyone's going to get on. Um, everyone suffers with their own thing. Um I guess there is that danger of maybe being over-reliant on the mental health community as well, maybe. I don't know. Um, like I say, my my experience has been kind of 90% positive, I think. Um, so I would kind of 
pretty much always sing the praises of the online mental health community. Um, but I know it's not for everyone. I know there are negative experiences out there. I've had a couple. Um, but generally, my experience has been positive. Uh, Miss Anxiety talked about it, being honest. Um, she feels like she's learned so much, including from this chat, which is awesome to hear. Um, wellness and wonder, being honest, um, just being open. Uh, talking about personal experiences is also pretty cool. Poppers and violets, education. We need to speak out to break the stigma. Um, ocean saying understanding that it's not a big deal to talk about medication. Um, and again, like different people need different types of medication. So things like diabetes again being mentioned. Um, we've got a few people just agreeing with the previous points. Uh, Craig saying his best friend is a counsellor and she knows everything, so that helps. Um, plus, she gives the best cuddles. Oh, cuddles. I love cuddles. I really love cuddles. Oh, I love cuddles. Um, Pete saying warnings on the instructions are scary. Hell yes. Mine said, like, one of the possible side effects was my hair might fall out. That is not cool. That seriously probably put me off taking them for a few, like, a, maybe a, even a week. Definitely for a few days. But, whoa, no, I don't know if I'm cool with this. Um, Nancy's starting to wrap up the chat, saying thanks to everyone for contributing. Um, it's been a great chat. Um, and boom, 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 boom. I'm only one minute behind. Uh, Ocean saying her school's not great, they don't have a nurse, um, she's been on a waiting list for therapy for a while, um, I work at a college, we don't have a nurse either, so it's not just schools, uh, and people saying that the chat was good, cool, I'm all caught up, awesome stuff, um, so this, there's going to be a few people just saying hi and stuff I think at the end, not hi, probably bye, um, that one. Massive thank you to you guys for listening in. I know it turned into a little bit of a whistle-stop tour at the end. Um, but as I said, there was a few less tweets, um, but also it's kind of repetition of some of the stuff that we spoke about a little bit earlier on. And that is going to happen when you don't know what type of tweets or what type of content is going up. Um, I decided to do the podcast actually before even knowing what the topic was, which you'll know because it was quite unorganised at the beginning. Um, so it's quite nice sometimes to just do those spontaneous things um, and for me I really wanted to do another podcast um, I haven't done one for a little while um, and I'm going to do a short one in a moment which is going to be a little bit of a promo one so I won't chat too much about that on this one um, which I'll probably just stick up um, pretty much straight away as well uh, so thank you very much for listening in uh, I really do hope that you guys maybe pick something up from the chat if you're taking part on Twitter um, or you've listened to this episode of the podcast. Um, I've really enjoyed kind of talking through it. As I said, I think I quite like the idea of maybe doing a shorter episode, especially if it's just me, because as much as I'm okay with chatting to you guys, I don't know how interesting it is to listen to for like an hour of me just chatting away about your tweets. Um, so yeah, massive thank you to you guys for listening in. I'll try and kind of have a go at a different type of talk mh podcast in the next couple of weeks and see how that goes that could be really cool um, if you are interested in coming on the podcast in the future please do get in contact either through twitter facebook or the website mikesopenjournal.com um, you can see all of the previous episodes of the podcast on there there's also a few links to the youtube channel 
um, that I've got going as well. I'm not doing weekly vlogs anymore, um, but I'm still putting some up around some of the different stuff that goes on and events and stuff that I go to. For those of you that follow me on Twitter, I'm at Mike underscore Douglas underscore, which you'll know if you're following me. Um, and I, along with having Mike's open journal, so that's at open underscore journal underscore uh, on Twitter, uh, I've also recently started up uh, a small-ish group, although we are growing, which is the Pompey Bloggers. Uh, so the bloggers, uh, bloggers, podcasters that are a little bit more local to me um, and not just about mental health. Um, so that's been really cool. It's been a good project for me um, to get involved with. So you might see a few bits uh, being forwarded, retweeted and posted from me around Pompey Bloggers as well. So thank you very much for listening in. Please do get in contact if you are interested in coming on in the future or if you just want to have a chat about something. Um, I hope you've enjoyed the chat in whatever form you've participated in it. Um, have a lovely evening. Get a good night's rest. Um, and although it won't have gone up in time, I hope you have voted. Please remember, you're not alone out there.